Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. February 9th of 2004, 21-year-old UMass Amherst student Maura Murray disappeared in the White Mountains of New Hampshire in one of the most perplexing mysteries of our time. For years, we have covered Maura's case and the tireless online community that surrounds it in great detail. We have since expanded our mission with this series, raising awareness and shining a light on the stories of other missing persons. We now sit on the board of directors of the nonprofit organization Private Investigations for the Missing, which was founded by Bruce Maitland. Bruce's daughter, Brianna Maitland, went missing from Montgomery, Vermont on March 19th of 2004, just six weeks after and about 80 miles away from where Maura Murray vanished. Private Investigations for the Missing aims to assist with investigations for underserved families whose missing loved ones have been forgotten by the media or by law enforcement. Through our growing community, we hope to shed a light on these cold cases. Families and loved ones can reach out to us at investigationsforthemissing.org. This is Missing. Welcome back to Missing. This is part two of our evening with the gang. That is Bruce Maitland, Chloe Cantor, P.I.'s Greg Overacker, Lou Barry, and Brianna Maitland's old friend Kira. And hopefully you can listen to part one and you want to do that before you listen to this. And as most of you know at this point, but for some of you who do not know, Bruce Maitland is the head of a nonprofit. He founded this nonprofit called Private Investigations for the Missing, and he was wonderful enough to invite Tim and I on the board, and we have a wonderful board that has grown 
out of that, which includes our friends Michelle Kazuba, Jillian Kuzma, and our partner in crime, Jennifer Amell, also works very closely with the organization. And Greg and Lou, they are sort of the assigned private investigators who are working on various cases. So go to investigationsforthemissing.org for more information or to donate or to just simply pop in and say, hey, I think you're doing a good job and uh, keep up the keep up the good work. And we just want to give a shout out to Chloe Cantor of the True Crime Twins, who uh, had a had a rough couple of weeks with some health issues. She's currently in the hospital as we record this. She has been diagnosed with Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is pretty rare. It's known as GBS. And uh, she is recovering. She is uh, recovering with treatment as we speak. And Tim, you and I had spoken about this, whether or not we should mention it on the show. And you said that she told you that she would rather people know about this so that at least it could raise some awareness. Um, If anyone is experiencing anything like this, anyone who has any um, moment where you feel like your nerves aren't reacting or you're having some sort of vision impairment or some sort of speech impairment, that's nothing to mess around with. Uh, GBS is a disorder where the body's immune system damages and tries to destroy nerve cells and uh, you're not able to move your muscles, can sometimes cause paralysis. And it is a syndrome that they really don't fully understand yet, uh, but it typically follows something like an infection with a virus or a bacteria. So just keep all that in your mind. Any any indication of you or someone you know, um, again, it's really nothing to mess around with and, and you need to get that treated as soon as possible. Okay, everybody, thanks a lot for listening. Follow us on social media at Missing CSM. And make sure to swing by crawlspace-media.com to check out all of our shows. We have, Tim, literally a slew of new shows that are in the hopper. One of them is live, uh, Dragging the Dead, so check that out. But uh, we have many announcements coming up for many shows that span many genres. So stay tuned. I met Curry years ago. Back back when I first got it, must have been two thousand six or seven. I went up there. She was one of the first people I talked to. Such a nice girl. Helped us out a lot. And I haven't seen her or talked to her in a long time. I talked to her a couple times over the years, but I haven't, I haven't seen her or talked to her in a long time. So, Bruce, you know Kira? I've spoken with her some time, yeah, and I you know remember a little bit about her when you know she was Brianna's good friends. I, I wish she would have spent more time with Kira and less with some others. <laughs> You know, in retrospect, for sure. Kira, how are you? Welcome. Hi. <laughs> I can just hear you guys talking, so don't mind me if I'm a disaster. <laughs> That's It's quite all right. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, I don't know how long it's been since you and Bruce have seen each other, but there you go. A long time. <laughs> um, since high school, I think, probably. You have an age, Bruce, so you look really good. And I just as as soon as I as soon as I saw you, I just I saw Bree. So it was nice. So you um and Brianna were friends. Can you um I know it's gonna be super emotional for you, um, but I think a lot of people wanna hear how you guys met and maybe some <laughs> some adventures. 
So I lived in Berkshire um, and I started going to MVU. And so I needed to get on the bus um, in Franklin. So I had to drive um, probably 15-ish minutes, 10 or 15 minutes to get to the bus. <laughs> and then it's, I think it was, Bruce might remember, it was like an hour to, I, I feel like I remember an hour and a half, but I could have just been my teenage brain, but it's a really long bus ride either way. Um, we were the, like the last kids to get dropped off. Um, and so they lived close to the store. And so, um, you know, we got on the bus around the same time and I had a leather jacket on. Um, I think I was in 10th grade or halfway through my ninth grade. Uh, and, and Bree commented on it and, um, she was just so sweet and pretty and friendly and, um, just not shy. She just wasn't shy. She was just, and I was, I was so grateful because I was like, Oh, I'm the new girl that, you know, I don't know anyone. And so we chatted from there on out and I just felt like we had so many similarities in that, you know, she was you could definitely dress her up easily, very easily. <laughs> and at the same time, she was, she was rough. Like she girl had, <laughs> she could lay down. <laughs> she, uh, she's very feisty. And I loved listening to her about her, um, training, um, trainings that she did. And, um, you know, just being able to protect herself. It, it was really impressive. I think of her a lot when, uh, my husband and I talk about getting Veda into, uh, you know, Taekwondo or karate or any, any of those things. Like I, I really want to make sure that she's trained in self-defense. So yeah, I just felt like her and I were a lot alike in, in so many ways. She was, you know, definitely had that tomboy sense to her and those are my kind of girls, but I just, I loved her to pieces. Um, I, I love her to pieces. I correct myself every time I say that I don't take to girls instantly. I drove, motorcycle for 10 years. I, you know, I have a lot of guy friends, like that's just who I am. Um, I, I don't do the ditzy, like, save me. I'm a girl. Like I, I can't be friends with those girls. <laughs> they drive me nuts. Um, so I just took to Brie, like right off the bat that she was just, um, you know, her own person and the girls that I still have in my life, which are a lot of them I've had since I was five, even um, it's those kind of girls. And she, they're just like really special to me and, and Brie just like fit that, you know, she just fit that glove like hundred percent. Other than the uh, slick leather jacket that you were wearing, do you think that's what it was? Do you think that she might have, um, it's funny you have that sign that says vibes right behind you. Do you think that she might've sensed that vibe coming off of you that she was similar, that the two of you would get along because um not only because like she just saw like you there, but she saw your mannerisms and saw what you put out there. Do you think that that like there was a connection? And when, when you spoke to her, did, was there ever a time where you were unsure that you, you two would get along? Not for a second. <laughs> Not for a second. We just like, I always say that, um, you know, you, yeah, you, you fall in love with your husband or your wife, but you fall in love with your friends too. And I'm a huge believer of that. And, that's definitely Bree was she, Bree's one of those girls where I just like instantly fell in love with her. You know, she was just everything about her. She's just perfect. And I think that she probably also was, you know, being her sweet, kind hearted self and, and noticing that I was obviously like tense. You know, I didn't like being the new girl at all. Um, 
so it would it it was would be like her like her to like reach out a hand and and save someone that was like feeling awkward. So I was really grateful. And you uh, joined Chloe on True Crime Twins, and what was that like? Was Chloe super intimidating, and you were really nervous, and you were like, "I've never met anyone uh, <laughs> who was just so uh, <laughs> so hard hitting." Well, it's actually really hard to intimidate me. That's one thing that I have um, mastered in my life, and I'm really proud of it. <laughs> so no, not too much. Um, be, just being like in any sort of public speaking does intimidate me, even though that's like part of my job. But no, Chloe's been amazing. Um, I've always talked to anyone and everyone um, that's ever reached out to me. Um, and like Greg was talking, I didn't realize I was the first person that he met, but I do remember like cruising around in the car with him and just showing him like everything I knew about anything, the area that we grew up. The, um, interview was, was really good and, um, it is always hard and, but at the same time, it, it makes me feel better because I, I constantly go through the, what can I be doing more? What, like, I just want to do something. Um, so being able to do something, um, it feels better. And I just try to find creative ways uh, to to get her name out there. I constantly talk about her, constantly. <laughs> do my best to do anything I can. Um, just a side note, uh, you weren't the only one who first met Brie on the school bus. So it seemed to kind of be her thing to reach out a hand. Mm. Um, very sweet. Yeah, super sweet, super sweet. Kira, I don't know if you can hear me, but I, I couldn't hear you or get visual. Uh, it's just a blank screen, but, uh, you know, I mean, oh. I, I, I'm just so thankful that you were Brianna's friend. And uh, I don't know, it's it's uh, not not all Brianna's friends were true friends, but you were. I, I'm sorry I missed the opportunity to hear what you had to say. Really, so. Um. <laughs> It's so hard to think and talk at the same time. Um, one of my favorite memories with Brie is um, when her and I went to a, um, a pro dirt bike race. And sorry, Bruce, if you didn't know, <laughs> I, I definitely was always like, make sure you tell your parents. Make sure. <laughs> um, and I actually think, Bruce, my mom remembers talking to you. Um, uh, she said she remembers you calling to, to check like, you know, are there going to be parents home? And, and, you know, all those like responsible parent questions, you know, my mom was just impressed by that. Um, and when I was talking to my mom about that, I was like, mom, you never called any of my friends <laughs> to check because guess what? There wasn't any parents home. <laughs> um, you know, so it was just kind of a, my mom like gives, sends a lot of respect to you guys. And, um, definitely did everything right by her but i don't know if she told you we were going to the pro dirt bike race um i, I assume maybe not <laughs> but she was safe with me um i definitely like kept an eye on her it was just really fun we had matching uh fox tank tops yeah i wish i still had it bruce do you uh do you recall hearing about the the dirt bike race probably not <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. Thanks to our sponsors, and now we're back to the program. I was just wondering, I know that you weren't in the same grade. This was a question I meant to ask you before. 
what was Brie like as a student? Was she a good student and participated a lot in class or as far as you knew? Yeah, I mean, I, I think so. Um, but, you know, she was just really respectful. She had manners and like, I don't know if it worked out that way for you guys, but like in our area, if you just respect the teachers and like halfway be- behave yourself, they'll just keep pushing you through it. Like you'll make it. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, she was respectful. And um, I think we might have had a science class together. I feel like my first like thought is like, I think she was good at school. Um, You know, maybe got a little too chatty, like I did too. Um, But that would probably sum it up for her. I think I I, I don't think she was um, really rebellious, like in school. I was uh, I was listening and dying to ask the question about the dirt bike race. Um, did, I, I, were you riding dirt bikes with Brianna? Was she riding one? Was this something you, did I miss that? <laughs> um, so my, uh, boyfriend at the time, um, Israel Plouf, uh, I had introduced Brie and them, like all our friends kind of just mingled. Um, Shauna also would like go to, to Israel's and, and hang out, um, sometimes with me. And uh, he drove dirt bike and uh, raced here in Vermont. Uh, and then his friend Beetle also raced. And I think I think uh, Bree and Beetle like dated for a minute. Um, and so the four of us went uh, to I think it was Massachusetts to the pro dirt bike races and um, and watched. And it was awesome. <laughs> it was. I used, I mean, I got, for a minute, I was, I got into uh, dirt bike racing and watching and stuff. And so I like, you know, knew all the names and stuff, but I couldn't tell you right now. <laughs> like, and, and you mentioned that you had like jackets, you had you, you like these outfits that you wore. I, I think I bought, um, Brie and I, um, box tank tops. Um, she bought a red, or she had a red one and I had a blue one. So we had matching tank tops and we like, of course, put those on as soon as we got them. <laughs> Um, it was gorgeous out and super fun. That's great. That's, that's awesome. It, it, it's amazing. I, I didn't grow up in, in Vermont, but I grew up in New Hampshire and I understand the, the appeal of the, the dirt bike race. And, and you said you had the Fox, um, tank tops. Did she ever say that she was sneaking out or she was like, I didn't tell my parents this or. Yeah, it kind of, things would go down that way because, you know, either I would, um, I would sometimes like go to her house uh, instead of going home, you know, from the bus and like, oh, we'll just, I'll just go to your house, which my mom, I could, I mean, this is a joke and she knows it just as well as I do, but she'd forget me at the bus stop. <laughs> so like, she'll say, I didn't forget you. I didn't come get you. <laughs> like, um, so I would like go to Breeze, you know, or else she would, you know, want to come to my house. And I'm like, did you tell your parents? And she's like, no, because they'll tell me no or something like that. I'm like, you need to tell your parents. I do not want a part of this. Like, I don't want a part of you getting in trouble. Um, <laughs> it's not the first time that parents uh, thought I, I was, you know, like I could be the bad influence. They, you know, they weren't wrong. Totally. I guess Chloe maybe named me correctly. I cried as soon as I saw the title of um, her podcast saying that I was like the mother hen. And I definitely do that a lot, (laughs) Um, my friends. So um, I I may have been somewhat of a bad influence on friends, not so much Brie. I think I had smartened up enough at that time, but um, 
in the past and I, I've always been super protective over my friends though. Um, that's always been there. So as we've uh, talked about Brianna and that area and her friends, that seems to be the thread that is uh, constant throughout these conversations. And the theme that's constant throughout these conversations is that you are all very loyal to each other and very protective of each other. Um, do you think that that had something to do with just the small town and uh, the environment? Yeah, it's super small town. Everyone knows everybody. Um, most people are either they are family or they're like family. Um, you know, a lot of my friends would like practically live at my house a lot of times or vice versa. So yeah, I think people are really close. Um, I still to this day don't understand. I mean, if if somebody knows, like legit knows somebody, something I I'm going, I'll be completely floored that the secret has been able to be kept. Absolutely floored. Secrets are not kept around here. They're just not. So that's one of my just things that don't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. There's ungodly things that you, you can find out around here. And like, um, because people talk, they're bored. They don't have anything else to do. I don't know how low income we're considered in Franklin County, but I feel like it's, it's not super high income. So you know, you put all of those um, characteristics together, you know, small town, somewhat low income. Um, people are bored around here and that's what they do is they talk and the rumors and. That's like, it's, it's really astonishing. Small town, people talk. Everyone, everyone that we have spoken with has talked about how Brianna would walk in a room and light it up and she's a carefree spirit and a, and such a tough human being and loyal but something happened to her and 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 like you just said it's a small town everyone talks why isn't anyone saying anything about that i mean that i i i understand that that must be on your mind every single day and i i'm not saying this to like make it worse but I feel like saying things out loud help. Like, what is wrong with people up there if they don't, if they know? And can you just, like, put this to rest for the people who care? <laughs> Do one good thing for yourself? Yeah, that's what I, I, I just, I, I, it's really hard for me to believe that, you know, some, like Chloe said, some, sometimes I, I'm like, okay, you know, this, this really feels like this is what it is or, you know, whatever way. And that's changed over the um, years. Um, but throughout what, what has been consistent is that I just don't, and as time goes on more, I just don't know how the secret has been kept. If there is a secret, um, it just makes me think that maybe there isn't a secret um, or that maybe people really don't know. But there's some stuff that also at the same time makes me go like, mm. <laughs> but yeah, that the secret thing really is, it's a big one because somebody would have told somebody and I have talked to every single person. I mean, um, even when, when Greg and I um, first met, I, I was, I was young. I was 19, I think. And, you know, he was, he had talked about, you know, I want to um, look into this situation or that situation. And I'm like, I'm on it, like, <laughs> I'm on it, you know, like, and, um, you know, I talk to as many people as I can. And 
Um, I mean, obviously people know that I'm friends with her, but but people do talk to me. Like I, I definitely am able to get people to open up. It's kind of one of my things. I know you weren't prepared to come on and talk about all this stuff, but, and I do not want to end on a uh, frustrating dark note, but I'm curious if you have a, a, a memory of Brianna that you just kind of smile at every time you think of uh, that moment. Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> and it's actually helps me every time I talk about her because I think there was a time in my life where I stopped remembering the good things because um, I was so focused on the bad part. So one thing that uh, reminds me of her, and it is every day, <laughs> every day that I put my mascara on, I think of her because she had like these ridiculous eyelashes <laughs> so ridiculous like the top and the bottom like they both were just so pretty so yeah every time I put my mascara on I think about her every day I, she just pops into my mind When a person goes missing, their loved ones often find themselves overcome with worry and grief. Bruce Maitland started the 501c3 nonprofit organization, Private Investigations for the Missing, because he knows this feeling all too well. When Bruce's daughter, Brianna, disappeared in March 2004, he was surrounded by licensed private investigators dedicated to finding her. Now his mission is to provide dedicated private investigators at no cost to other families of the missing, desperate for answers, but without the financial means. Private Investigations for the Missing needs your help. To read the mission statement, make a donation, and keep up with our blog, visit us at investigationsforthemissing.org and follow us at PI for the Missing on Twitter and Facebook and Investigations for the Missing on Instagram. Because forever is too long to wait. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.